is Shayna. And Chris. And we are Bad Queers. If you came out of the closet and got put in a box of stereotypes you don't belong to, then welcome to the Bad Queers Club. All right. This week in Queer Urban Dictionary, I have harm reduction or harm minimization. Mm. Yeah. Uh, It refers to a range of public health policies designed to lessen the negative social and or physical consequences associated with various human behaviors, both legal and illegal. Uh, My sentence is harm reduction refers to an approach to services and policies that protect the life, health and dignity of people in their communities. Dignity. Harm reduction. Dignity is the word. Not dignity there. That is the key. That is the word. These are these are things. This is like a made me picture. The more you know, with that little it rainbow. is. Yeah. yeah, I had heard it a couple times and everything, and I was like, "Well, let me look it up. Look at this." Because like I knew kind of what it meant, but I was like, "What does it? What does it actually? What does it really mean?" It's honestly, it's just one of those things that our community should pay attention to. All communities, yeah. Because I think like the examples I saw but when I looked it up ours. were mainly yeah around. <laughs> um, the use of um, currently illegal drugs and everything, mm-hmm. but like needle exchange programs and stuff like that, yeah. like where it's like, it's protecting the dignity and stuff. But I think, you know, it can obviously apply to a lot of things where you're just being very protected, of, uh, protective of the life, health and dignity of people mm-hmm. as we should. Facts. So, yeah. All right. Well, this episode will come out on after Juneteenth weekend. So mm-hmm. I figured it was only right to define Juneteenth. So if you did not learn about Juneteenth or have no idea about Juneteenth, I need you to do your research. If you're listening to this podcast right now and you don't know about Juneteenth, you need to do some solid research. So Juneteenth is a holiday celebrated, keyword being celebrated, on June 19th to commemorate the emancipation of enslaved people in the U.S. The holiday was first celebrated in Texas, where on that date in 1865, in the aftermath of the Civil War, slaves were declared free under the terms of the 1862 Emancipation Proclamation. My sentence is bring all the wonderful, beautiful, queer, black joy to Juneteenth this season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. And with that, praise Billy Porter. The category is queer safe spaces, a.k.a. the Nelly Scandal. pretty much yeah (laughs) Ooh, we i got no less than five messages about this on on sunday just as as both of us uh being people who have lived in the dmv and have gone out in in uh the dmv Mm -hmm. like nelly's is a thing yes tell the people let's let's give them a little background and tell them what nelly's is nelly's is a queer well gay man's uh sports bar that's typically who they cater towards yep. in dc but it's located in you on u street which is a very popular area it's up the street from like howard so very very cool area it has a rooftop bar like i'm like giving the the pros um rooftop bar and that's really it i feel like that's the that's the pull of nelly's at least to me because like yeah. it had always been around but we would go to like town which you know closed down but i think they're still building up somewhere else but there was like other there's there's a lot of other like obviously places to go in dc if you want to go to a uh, gay club but nelly's in particular because of that rooftop bar i think is gets uh, a lot more love but yeah nelly's over the years has uh faced their controversy controversies um plural um with things going on it again does cater heavily towards a white gay man crowd and on what was this sunday or saturday that this video surfaced i I think it was sunday yeah um it may be saturday night that the incident happened but a security guard dragged a, a black woman down the stairs by her hair um and shout out to the gay black boys who as always yeah, jump Superman in to stripes. defend yeah, yeah superman and stripes. the bouncer <laughs> in the video it was just like it's horrible to watch you shouldn't treat anybody like that i don't i haven't seen any videos i know there's like other videos of like 
alternate angles and stuff. I don't really care what the girl did. I You just don't drag anybody by their hair down a flight of steps. That's mm-hmm. another thing about Nelly's. It's not accessible. There's steps everywhere. So yeah. um, that video surfaced. And basically all of Nelly's past controversies and their behavior is surfacing and, you know, getting pushed back in protest from the community because of it. Yep. There is a lot of people speaking out. Rightfully so. Uh, there was a protest held on Sunday, this past Sunday, um, in front of Nellie's, talking about their problematic history. And it's just one of those things where any statement that they try to make, like they posted a statement online saying how incredibly upset and disturbed they were and that they were going under a full investigation, but that they fired the security team that was working that night and all of those things. And it's like, you know, that would be one thing if this was just like the first time something like this happened. But there has been so many incidences, especially around like black people mm-hmm. that go to Nellie's that seeing this, like besides the fact that it's just like troubling and bullshit, especially because like this past weekend was DC Pride. Right. So for that to happen to coincide with DC Pride and for a space that both Chris and I have gone to, like I used to love going to Nelly's. I would always end up mm-hmm. there like right after a game and then they'd have a fire DJ on and it'd be awesome. And it sucks to see like such like an establishment that I used to sit and like suggest friends go to, especially on their like first queer nights out and things to be like, no, 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 like go to Nelly's. That's the spot to how it has turned into today it's just it's just not fun and it kind of ties into just like where can we actually find those queer spaces where we feel safe um with mm-hmm. all parts of our intersectional identities i think you know we create all of these spaces but they end up just catering to one demographic and that demographic mm-hmm. always tends to be cis white gay men yeah and that's the interesting thing about Nellie's is I've never I never had an incident that uh, is related to anything that's come up about them and the stories that have come out. But I also wasn't shocked. Like it was like one of those places that you go to and, and particularly like gay clubs or spaces where it's just like, I mean, at least for me. It's not like the warmest of of um, staff working there and stuff like that. Like, yeah, I feel like the main pull for like when I would go is just like it's on U Street. It's like one of the only well, the biggest queer thing on U Street um, when well, after town closed. Um, And yeah, you just go there for that view and just to be in a space that you would hope would be more accepting. Um, But not yeah not shocked any of this came up like i was like this happened and it was like oh god like the video was horrible um but then the stories i was like oh okay yeah not surprised at any of this and everything like it's just one of those spots where yeah it's like oh all these things happen like i saw there was like they flew a blue lives matter flag there's been um a number of stories from like past and uh present like co um employees and stuff of like discrimination to kind of like you know just validate all the other stories out there so it's just like a place where it's like "Mm, yeah i could see this has been probably swept under the rug for a while so Mm -hmm. um and it's also one of those things where apparently the woman who did get dragged down dragged by Mm -hmm. her hair down the stairs wasn't even the person that they were supposed to be going after that's the thing so it might not even be called nelly's anymore i hope she sues the fuck out of them and own <laughs> i hope nelly's, it becomes okay? make it more right, I hope keishas, it becomes make it accessible put, accessible put an elevator in there and just a, a ramp to get in since it's not an ex- accessible place but yeah it's like let it go i mean the, i heard that the owner again is not particularly a nice guy and and all that so like i hope she sues the fuck out of them like that's mm-hmm. the thing it wasn't this wasn't even a person this was a mistaken identity thing too like on top of everything else like which is just wild but also a thing of like separate issue um security companies in these queer spaces where like this guy who only i don't know where he's from i know nelly said that they fired the security company but that happens whether it it, it, it's violence in some way um is 
definitely very prevalent where, you know, these queer space owners should do the vetting of like who is securing the space and should they even be in there? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, realistically, not- security companies are not receiving the training. Yeah, or, I mean, police don't. So, like, police are barely trained in some it's areas. Like they got like, that, like, half an hour of a class. Yeah, it's like, exactly. Here's our diversity portion. Yeah. And we're done. And that's why it's, like, it's just, it's so much surfacing with stuff. Like, it's, like, uh, yeah, it's it's a wild time. But these are things that need to happen and need to be said and, like, have to happen. Like, there was this, um, I forgot who it was, but it was on my timeline, Um black queer writer but he said he had reached out to nelly's in like 2018 or something after an incident and had offered like training services and so like this is like been going on and it's a thing of like if this has to happen and now you're you know in news across the world for this and like you shouldn't even have a space like a a queer space like you you can't even guarantee that it's going to be safe for all then it shouldn't stand so hopefully i'm not going to go back to nelly's i'm good off of nelly's after this and just hearing about its history like it's not everything it's cracked up to be Mm -hmm. um to me and all that but um yeah like i'm i'm good i'm good it's sad too i was just like damn i just wish we had more black queer owned spaces yeah nationwide that would that would help big facts there yeah maybe more house parties for us who knows i don't know but <laughs> more house parties more house parties more spaces we like rent out and you know do things but god it sucks it sucks though like because i'm like yeah where do you go in dc pride afterwards you would go to nelly's so mm-hmm. yeah mm, that's a shame i hope keisha's all right and i hope she names it keisha <laughs> i truly so. hope that she names it keisha <laughs> i hope that we yeah. just have balls in there all the time yeah 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 Mm-mm-mm. all right well um just mainly because this is a beyonce <laughs> destiny's child uh stan account mm-hmm. just wanted to remind the people that that is what we are and who we are in this space mm-hmm. and if you saw on i believe it was on embracing black culture i'm looking for the thread uh that <laughs> there was a trend going around on Twitter on black Twitter. Well, black Twitter wasn't having it. There was a trend going around on Twitter about the song cater to you by destiny's child. And some of the Mm -hmm. lyrics that talk about the fact that you're there, like taking care of your man, you're undoing his do rag. You're running a bath for him. You're doing all of these things. And everybody just, there was a lot of people on the interwebs that were coming for it. And Mm. basically saying that, like, what are you talking about? Men are trash. Like, why would I do this? I'm a strong woman, person, whatever. Why would I do all of these things? And the comments were amazing. Even more so once Black Twitter got involved because Black Twitter dropped in and said, "Mm -mm, no, 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 children need you to learn your history and see the greatness that is Destiny's Child and to the fact that cater to you is for people who deserve it. People Mm -hmm. who have earned for them to cater to you and to actually love you and care and are and everybody was just like trolling all of the people where it's just like, no, 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 no. Just because your dating history is a hot mess does not mean that you come for this song. Yeah, I'm all in favor of like going through some questionable lyrics uh from the past whether you know the more tamer side of things where it's just like what what um this was like really like a generational thing to me like i was like this is like gen z seeing it and be like "Mm, nah because in the context of today i'm sure they're like "Mm, nah (laughs) but but cater to you is like very much so like that is like you're catering to the person like you want to like this isn't like a cater to men kind of thing i know the song is obviously you know addressed to them but yeah very specifically the person you want to cater to very like specific. i don't i thought i mean it's in the title so they don't, like, don't, they don't <laughs> imagine being mad that other people want to cater to somebody like they, they want to cater know. to <laughs> they don't know so, and then did you yeah. see michelle williams response no i didn't see it okay hold on i'm gonna play i'm gonna play the audio of that response because it was great and she's using like this filter on her face which is clearly an alternative character not like a Sasha Fierce but mm-hmm. I believe her name is Merlene her name is Merlene 
and she's going to comment on this. My name is Merlene, and I just read that y'all want to cancel the song Cater to You by Destiny's Child. Oh, honey, you didn't discern who you were catering to, and you gave your little pearls to swine. Don't be mad at Destiny's Child. Uh-uh. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be mad at Destiny's Child. <laughs> Listen. That's an interesting one to like want to cancel. I wonder if people really wanted to cancel it or they were just talking about the lyrics. So no, they, a there are some, I mean, there was some canceling in the behavior of the lyrics. Oh, okay. I feel yeah. like we're growing that up in a weird. very like independent space, which I love. Like I yeah. love all of that, but it's also like when you find the one, like you can, you can take care of it's them okay. every once in a while. Like it's okay. This is, Be yeah, this is, a, this is very clearly a generational thing. Like, I was like, that's one of those things where it's like, you got to grow up to get it. Well, that's like, the part where I like miss R&B songs mm-hmm. where the men actually were crying for their woman. Mm-hmm. Like, they cried yep. and they're singing. Boys to Men is the epitome of that. D'Angelo is the epitome of that. They wanted all of the things for their woman they cared they put their feelings out there they talked about the stuff and i we don't cry in r&b songs anymore men is especially don't cry in r&b songs anymore yeah i mean there's some good newer acts out there like listen heartbreak anniversary is just perfect but i don't know i i just think that again it's one of those things where like they're reading too hard into it like they just it's a day on twitter where it's like y'all are reading way too hard (laughs) into this song and then this one in particular like i was like there are songs where it's like you could probably push back on it and like the one or two tweets i saw about it it was like somebody saying like the i guess there's lyrics about like giving your life up to that person and like fuck out of here but it's like yes but you probably as that person you probably never felt that way about somebody so Mm -hmm. like you wouldn't you couldn't imagine doing that and that's fine but it's like you'll get it when you get it yeah <laughs> but it's like it's not even a bad song like I was, it'd be different if it was like super i just don't think it's yeah i don't know it's it's cater to you like it's a song about catering to the person you love so i don't who I don't deserves it. it like yeah yeah like it's not like it going back in the kitchen and you know gonna <laughs> be a kitchen. housewife like it's not, not like a kitchen. regressive super regressive love it's, song like it's, it's not about white picket fences yeah it's just not like i belong in the kitchen the american dream was yeah on hard yeah i don't get it i yeah they lost me on that one yeah they did yeah. <laughs> but i just had to remind the folks that this is a destiny's child beyonce stan podcast yeah yeah so here we are. They might just be hot and bored. That's what's going Honestly, on. Honestly, it's hot and bored. Hot and bored. Yeah, <laughs> it's that time. It's that season. It is, it is that season. People are out of yeah. school now. Yeah, they don't. Now they feel the full effects of quarantine. You know, right? The world's right. just opening up, but they still don't know how to act. It's fine. Yeah. No, so. that now that part, <laughs> that part is <laughs> for real. Like I think, but you know what's funny about it is like I've been out a couple times in the last month. Mm and everything i went to dallas and it's like okay i'm like yeah no nah, i don't think any of us are really ready to be out like it's a, it's just different like in, unless you are in a place where like a florida where it's like they never close right um and texas was kind of like that but it also was a little like yeah maybe there there needs to be some onboarding before we, <laughs> some of us get out mm-hmm. you know it's people are wild solid so. training solid reminders yeah yeah things. it's like you're not talking to screens anymore it's like actual people like mm-hmm. chill out yeah anywho all right well we realized we were a bit mm-hmm. late on talking about what we were watching because typically we do this at the beginning of the month but mm-hmm. you know we had wonderful guests and other people on so we got to talk about what we're watching on the youtubes mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. the hootoos and on the screen on the net twos um, all the screens all of them all of them. any screen any flat screen <laughs> anyone any device anyone. any device could get it so <laughs> um what have you been watching chris what's been happening so i told you before about offline about uh watching it's a sin yeah i did binge that. binge that so so good I and i binged it this past it. weekend so it was like the first weekend without pose mm. and it was like or maybe it's the second one. I have lost track of time again. But 
it was really good. I really liked it. It was like in that pose vein of thing where it's like ensemble cast, mm-hmm. lovable, sad as fuck. Um, yeah, but also ultimately just like a family show. Just like pose to me is like a family show. It's a queer family show. Mm-hmm. Um, and all that. So I loved it. And yeah, I was like, okay, I get the hype with this. This was this was good. So it's a sin is good. Should watch that. Um, I started a love tale, which is the new series shout out to shelly nicole for flagging this one um by bet plus um and it is cedra smith is the creator of that mm-hmm. who is the twin of is it tasha smith is her twin i don't know they look they're identical twins um the twin that was in the tyler perry movies and all that like the why did i get married one okay. but anyways good so far the episodes are like under 20 minutes each like some are like 10 minutes some are like 15 i kind of like that because at first i was like what the fuck like it was like a 14 minute <laughs> episode and like it, it one ended like after a dialogue where it was like a, a poignant point <laughs> and everything and i was like wait a minute like what like they just ended and i was like oh I, okay i get it here i am and this is kind of like short so getting through that um shout out to amber's closet who's in there um is, she? Know, is it amber Whittingham? Winnington. I don't know really. I just know the IG lurking that I'll do is Amber's Closet yeah. is one of the actresses in there. That's and then cool. I finished Pride. So that was six parts on Hulu and it came on FX, I think, at first. But um very good. I ran through it once. I want to run through it again because there was a lot of good information. But um yeah, it's probably one of the most comprehensive like queer history docs probably ever to have been done i'm sure there's others out there but mm-hmm. really good they started from like the 1950s and went on so yeah a lot of stuff we we didn't know and you know now so that is what i'm watching shana oh, you watching that's awesome well just finished the second season of legendary mm-hmm. that show okay. is too good yeah it is too I good i haven't watched it yet you should watch it it is. I don't know what it is. I just haven't been on competition shows. I know, but just like competition, competition shows in general. But I that just, one's actually great. And it's mixed with like petty, but also just like great performances and actions and things. And it's been unfortunate because most of the time they've been recording, they've been recording during COVID. So they started off with an audience and then mm-hmm. halfway through the first season, they stopped having an audience. And then all of the second season had no audience. Mm, but they like okay. expanded and had them like use more of the stage and stuff with it. But oh my gosh, this season was great. Mm, it was okay. so good. Um, all of the drama. Oh my god, Tiffany Haddish is on as the guest judge. That is oh, the hottest mess of an episode. I bet it's great. <laughs> hottest mess of an episode, and just the commentary that goes back and forth. Megan The Stallion's one of the judges. Mm-hmm. She's and back. So she was on season one, right? She, she's been is on. She one yeah, of the she's in both okay. seasons. Okay, cool. Cool. So that's, that's been cool. great. Like the performances are just out of control. And then it was great because right when we went um to watch it, we went to watch like a couple episodes. Uh me and my twid went to watch a couple episodes. Okay. Um I like that. I like that. <laughs> just drop it in casual. Because what's funny uh-huh. is like you were saying we and I, you know, I was like twid in my mind, but uh-huh. you said it. Isn't uh-huh. that cool? Uh-huh. I literally thought it and you said it. I know. That's I said cool. it, but she's gotten an upgrade. She's got an upgrade in the title. Oh, so do we have an announcement? <laughs> like, bam, 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 bam. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, what if you had a rollout? What if you had like a rollout announcement? Off the market, like, ting, ting, like ting, fireworks. Ting, ting, so you're off. You're officially off the market. I'm off. Congratulations. Market. Thank you. Right before it got too hot out, you know, and everything. Yeah, no, that's, you know? that's really good strategy to do. Like, you know, do it in the sh- the springtime. Like, I feel like you were like winter winter spring yeah. dating and then yes. yeah you're good by the summer that's great you know congratulations Thank and you. shout out to your person my person <laughs> i was like i don't know what you want me to it was like, refer that's, to her yet. that's my girlfriend <laughs> like, your girlfriend that's there we go girl. i was like your that's person but your girlfriend <laughs> yes cool yes thank you for coming on cool, this live cool, tour cool. of yeah shana's relationship life yeah um so yeah so we went to go and see it in san diego they had uh Hamburger Mary's bar there, mm. queer bar there, ha- was doing like pose w- or a legendary watch party. And mm. so we went and we got to see two episodes. And then one person who was actually in one of the crews came out after for the drag show and mm. 
did the drag performance and was amazing. Like everybody freaked out. Money was flying everywhere. I was just like, oh, we're back. Mm. We're back. So if you haven't watched Legendary, absolutely watch Legendary. Um, what else? Um, I am fully week over week caught up on Handmaid's Tale. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. I bet it's like good. That? Did you give up? Did you give up on it? Yeah. Well, I yeah. Like I I love the writing for it. I watched most of the first season, but yeah, I was watching it during the Trump administration. So I was like, yeah, and it was, uh, it was a little too hard. I'll go yeah. back to it. I'm j- I think now I'm just gonna wait until like this series ends. Like this is the last season. Is it gonna be the last season? I think or are it they has doing another one? One more. Okay. Maybe I'll, I'll just wait. I'll just wait. Yeah. Yeah. I think it it might have another. Not a hundred percent, but I think so. Um. So, mm-hmm. Handmaid's Tale, I just caught up. Um, and then I've caught up on Master of None. I wanted to watch it, like, mm-hmm. in order, on purpose. So, now I'm mm-hmm. getting ready to watch the first episode with the Lena Waithe story and stuff. But you've watched it, right? Yeah. What do you yeah. think? I just finished it. What, is um, your, what are your thoughts? Without spoiling anything. Uh, it's 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 cool it's a, a way to it's a it's a way to do things yeah right it does it's a way to do things you know, it's i a thought show it was just like on Netflix. you know what i thought i just thought it was really you know it's one of those like art really artsy things like it was shot a certain way and mm-hmm. they talked about it too how they decided they were going to do this season and everything um i thought it was cool the content was good like the episode in particular um or she's trying to conceive and everything. That's an important episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was. <laughs> it was like oh, chatter with Shelly. I was like, "Is this autobiographical?" Um, so <laughs> oh, no. it's just like it's not so autobiographical. F- yeah, I was like, "What is this?" Loosely based. Wow. <laughs> but um, I was just wondering. Yeah, because it was just like, yeah. I mean, I think it was great and everything. I, I'd probably go back at some point and rewatch it because it's also one of those things where it's like there's a couple episodes that are hour long but then there are some shorter episodes and it's only six episodes um for the full season but it's good i thought it was pretty good it's different and artsy and and all that yeah i was like okay that's that's how i felt okay just okay just balancing on that that's so funny okay so funny um yeah yeah. and then i watched all of i may destroy you and i watched all of 20s oh nice okay or i have one episode left on i may destroy let me double check that but i've been watching that (laughs) as well i think i might because i didn't want you to say something and be like oh no i fucked up i fucked up but yes all good shows so all good shows you know getting those and then i watched this one i think i mentioned it on minority report like are you all right I think is what it is. I did see a couple of episodes of special as well. Oh, yeah. I'm going to continue with that. Yeah, it's really good. I was like, oh, okay. This is, this is cool. I was, I didn't know what to expect from it, but it's, yeah, it's pretty cool. I'll continue with it. I'm only like maybe like episode three or so in Netflix. Okay, I'm looking up. I need to know what the show is called because I just watched this. It's like, are you all right? Or are you okay? Or something along those lines. And I keep getting it wrong, but it's very queer. It's like very Gen Z queer. And I love mm-hmm. it because just unapologetic doing the things. But that's another one to watch. So lots of lots of good queer shit out. So get your education on. It's a lot. Get your fiction on. Get the autobiographical Master of None episodes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I want to get to uh, the Bettys or Bettys on HBO oh, yeah, Max. Yeah. I see it. That's I on see my it from list afar. Too. Did you everything. watch Did you watch Generation on HBO Max? Generation? Yeah. No. Okay, watch that. So. That's new. Okay. And that's great and super queer. So also watch that. Okay. And you still got to watch Pause with Sam J. Yes. On HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are those are good. Um also Z-Way is just killing it. Those episodes are so fucking funny. Jesus Christ. There's a lot of good sketch kind of shows out. Michael Che has a show on HBO Max that's also funny. There's like a Black Lady sketch sketch show. They finish up their second season and everything. They mm-hmm. had a short second season. I was like, God, give them more episodes. I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> well, I shit. mean, they did renew them, so. I know, happened, but, but like yeah. more than like five or six episodes. Like, I'm, I'm, like, I'm very over this whole like micro yeah. thing that they're doing let where let everybody's like, let me just do like six things or whatever i'm just like mm, yeah mm, why yeah and i, I always wonder if that's like yeah is that the is that the channel is that the 
production company? Like, who's making right. the call to be like, oh, somebody okay, was just, just like, episodes. let's A-B test this and see what the people yeah. think. <laughs> but it's season two. Like, it was already, you know, pretty popular. Like, may, okay, just hoping for season three to have more than like Maybe it's because Quinto wasn't in it. They were like, you know what, we're going to make thought, it shorter. I did maybe think and that. And yeah. come back, <laughs> we'll make it longer it. again. That could be it. <laughs> Shout out to Quinta. <laughs> yeah, that could definitely be it. Like, whew, yeah. Because when I, it came back this season, I was like, oh, okay. But right? Sky Townsend's in it. So I was like, oh, yeah. that's cool. And, she's and great. I forgot the name of the other lead that's in there. But they were really good this season. So I was like, okay, no, this works. And maybe they do that in all, you know, upcoming seasons where they rotate new people in. Mm-hmm. So they definitely have it set up that way. But yeah, I just need more than five episodes. Oh, facts. Here's to that. Here is to that. Anything else? Anything else you're watching or? No, I think we're good to go. Ready for some backward opinion. Not opinions. Uh, Backward advice. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We have reached our advice segment. Am I back queers? Send your questions to backqueers at theherapp.com to be featured or DM us at backqueerspod on IG. All right. We have a am I a bad ally? Is this the first? Okay. Yeah. Am I a bad ally? Mm. First off, I am a dad of a pansexual daughter who is a bit out of his depth. Please excuse me. He's a bit out of his depth. Yeah. Yeah. Please excuse me if I get any verbiage wrong. The other day, my daughter told me she asked out her crush to be her girlfriend, and she said yes. While I'm extremely happy for her, it got me thinking about my role as a parent with my child being in their first relationship to having the safe sex talk. Mm, they'll talk. But I realize I don't know what safe sex looks like between two women. And I know their sex ed class did not do it justice during the school year. My daughter is only 13. So I hope she is a long way from actually having sex, Classic but I want answer. to right. I was like, wolf. Um, but I want her to be prepared um her mom and i are no longer together otherwise i would lean on her for help here i love my daughter and just want to do what's best for her when i stumbled upon your podcast i hoped that my reach out would be answered whether publicly or privately thanks dave the dad dave the dad dave the dad okay wow this you know i was not prepared for the birds and bees talk uh today (laughs) just a casual day um yeah to have some of the birds and the bees yeah no well dave i'll say that there are a lot of resources a lot more resources out there um for queer um sex education that's out there um i'm gonna say you should definitely follow casey tanner at queer sex therapy Mm -hmm. um God, there's a, a number of other publications out there that do specifically like queer sex ed that I'm blanking on right now, but maybe we could just add it to the description afterwards here. But um, I would say, God, this one's hard because I like this is like levels. Like this is like having levels. a kid and having a talk with a kid, which I don't. Man, <laughs> you're have sitting a kid. here thinking about your so, parenthood. Like, are you about? Yeah, to be this which kid's we didn't have like, a talk happened? because yeah, we record. So I um. I, I'm glad you know the your uh, the sexuality of your child and um, that you know you have seemingly created a, an affirming space to have you know such discussions. Um, I've never with I can't my parents. You. I can't stand um, this. I know because it's just like God damn. Like, like this wow, is, this is a whole this new is thing. the birds and the bees talk. Essentially, like what would I tell that queer kid? I would learn. I was going to say learn together, but I don't think, I don't think I would want to learn with my parent. Wow. Um, or maybe I would. I don't know. I'm close to my mom. We talk about this stuff now. But, so funny. Um, this is so great watching you squirm through this. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I, I, I would just do your research out there. Um, continue to cr- um, keep up this affirming space so that your daughter can um, come to you with any questions. And maybe there's, again, uh, the articles that we include in this, you could send out um, and just resources to link her to um, that are better than what I can give you as advice today. Um, otherwise than that, yeah, like that's really all I can say here. I I think this one's out of my league with giving advice for. Um, so but funny. yeah, this is like a nicer roundabout way to say that Google is your best source for this, like sending resources. Um, so there funny. are queer sex ed resources 
Yeah. I loved watching you move through that. Yeah, I was like, it this was great. is, you I just don't like, have a kid. I, I, I am don't not know what the here. talk would look like. I just, I am, okay. None of it. Dave, Mm-mm. we're going to pass the, we're passing the mic over here. Dave, first of all, congratulations for being a stand-up guy and wanting to support your daughter and wanting to make sure that she is prepared for sex because I feel like a lot of parents just like brush it under the rug and aren't aware. And also it sounds like you've done some research to know that the sex education class at her school is not adequate. So great job on you. You've already gotten started. As Chris said, Google is your best friend. You don't need to Google anything crazy. Just look up like LGBTQ sex ed, queer sex ed, things like that. Um, Mm -hmm. Check out and see if there is like a local LGBTQ center near you mm-hmm. and see if they have any like classes and stuff or any you know pamphlets things that they can you can turn yep. to to talk about it um if you are not comfortable having that talk with your daughter because i know that sometimes like the male female dynamic in terms of like sex ed can be strange um you can also reach out to uh the lgbtq center or maybe if there's like a gsa at her school or something and ask if there's somebody who could talk to her if you have any friends who are queer and happen to identify as women or non-binary and your daughter is comfortable with them and wants to have that conversation um feel free there are also lots of really great videos on youtube lots of influencers who are talking about safe sex um for lgbtq plus youth and things like that and going through those instructions the main topics that you probably need to be able to search for are like understanding the use of toys understanding like STIs, STDs, HIV, all of all of those three letter things, understanding those, um, understanding like oral and penetration, things like that, but also how to like protect yourself and what options are available to her in that area. And then just making sure that she should feel confident whenever she decides to go through and do it. Those yeah. probably top areas all that right. you can go there to. Go. So Happy researching, Dave, but also find that friend, find that person that will help you. Yeah, I think the center reach out is a good look, too. That's yeah, that should be pretty, pretty helpful. There should be a absolute center. All right. Thanks, Dave. Dave, the dad. Dave, the dad. That's such a dad thing. Mm -hmm. He's like, let me find a queer podcast. Yeah, I was like, he found (laughs) us. So go. You did. You're you're doing some research. Look, I was like. (laughs) He was like 50% chance here <laughs> and it worked. There like, you found it. We are Good using advice. the right keywords. Thank you. Yeah. Thank sage you. advice, Shana. Sage advice. You know, there we go. It's like I worked with children or something before. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Had to have, yeah. you know, having, having, <laughs> look, having sex ed talks with children who are not yours is incredibly eye opening. Yeah. <laughs> I would imagine. Incredibly eye opening. And you just stop and you're like, all right yeah. and you have to be like the cool adult as well to like sit and be chill and not mm-hmm. make any crazy reactions where you're like hey you've opened up to me and you're like all right all right mm. didn't realize yeah, this is where we were going today but i'm here <laughs> right. i'm ready should have given me a little prep but i've caught up now i'm here let's talk about it yeah mine would go more like just how i explained where it's like uh-huh. well let's get our phones out and go to google together we could google some, together i'll here, google it with you like, like here, here. You look up these keywords yeah. i'll look up these keywords i'll tell you which articles look fake yeah. and which ones look i like real. the research part of it but i was like uh, let, yeah let's look at this together i'll link you out to something and i'm gonna be that there and be like emails your this child is a, a good one links. probably text Okay. But, yeah. Well, yeah. At that yeah point. Probably more text because okay. email. My kid won't probably care about email by the time email. This is true. Gets to that. This is true. They'll be like, "What email? I, I'm just now." Like how we looked at our parents, like a letter, what a checkbook, what like all these things. So, oh my gosh, my dad still balances his checkbook like manually. My mom too. Look at my that. mom will take screenshots of her Amazon purchases, and I was like, "Mom, you there is an the orders." That not only that, there is an orders tab. Uh, it yep, is yep. all of the orders. <laughs> every <laughs> like, single one of them. Every single one of them. And she's like, I just, I know, I just don't trust it. I was like, okay, <laughs> like, keep taking your screenshots. It's fine. Like, live on. Yeah, you got it. That's so All funny. that space. So <laughs> all that space. Just eating up all that space. Screenshots. Just with screenshots. Yep. Love your mother. Yep. Hey, mom. Um, yep. Okay, this next one is from Anonymous. So we named Anonymous uh, Emma Stone. Hmm. You know. <gasps> Did you see Cruella? Not yet. 
Oh God! All right, that's one you gotta watch too. That was. Did you see in the talk about it? No, <laughs> and you didn't explain the controversy because it got ate up. Okay, Ooh, and I did. Ooh, and then did. Rita Moreno is Ooh, it Moreno it is on a oh, God? Yeah, it's a mess. That is a whole it mess. Got over ate there. Up I was just like, a little bit. They colorism did. They because did she essentially told like dark skinned people to wait their turn. <laughs> like, yeah, not right now. Don't complain right now. Yeah. Like it's like, girl, what? Like I know legend, but it's just like, yeah, girl, no, uh, uh-uh. that but happened. that's something that somebody of that age in every family that is a person of color would probably say. Like there is still colorism and respectability. Po- it's rampant. Yep, so it she rampant. just said it out loud. And said on it an out loud. Oh, Lynn Manuel is over here. Like, you know, we overlooked it. We did this. Like, but how? This, how? Da, da, da. How? How? <laughs> like, how does that happen? <laughs> like, you could just have, like, I have seen these little video commercials, and I was like, you, like, so many dancers. <laughs> like, so many none dancers. of them Afro Latina or Latina. Like, it's none of them. Yeah. Not, and not it was a really one. funny because, so when we went to see it, I told you we went to see it at, like, SF Pride Night. Yeah, uh, at, I that's a nice, giant though. statement. It was, it was it's so fun. Super nice. It was a fun night. Yeah. Um, they did really well with the production. So shout out to Esa Price. Cool. Um, and <laughs> it was actually my friend who's white who mm-hmm. pointed it out in the hair washing <laughs> scene because she came in like her hair was like straight and whatever else, and then mm-hmm. she washed it and then it was curly. Um, uh, mm-hmm. and then as she was talking, something happened. And then she like ran out with her hair being curly, and then she like leaned over and was just like. I have a feeling that scene is going to be problematic to the internets. And I was like, oh <laughs> shit. And it was like, you know, I'm just in here like in musical mode, like, yeah, 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 we're watching a musical. Right. It's going to be like, great. Mm. Like, this is so exciting. Right. And she said that. And I was like, Music oh. Nerd, you're like, oh God, this is so great. Uh, yeah, I, like- I, sh- I fully was. And then she leans over and she uh, says that. And I was like, oh fuck. And then my girlfriend yeah. also mm-hmm. leaned over and like realized mm-hmm. it. And then we stopped and I like paid attention for the rest of the movie. I was like, mmm. And yeah, like, they're about to get eaten up a little bit yeah. on the internet, and then they and then they uh, did, uh, and I was uh, like, "Yep, knew that was coming." So here yeah, we are. They had to have seen that coming, though. Like here golly. we are. Oof. So that was that yeah. was fun. Hi, I can't even say hire like black and brown casting directors because that that doesn't mean anything in some cases. Sometimes they they are, and they still do stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Like so, woof. Yeah, just do better. Indeed. Like, I, it's not even a hard ask. Like, I don't understand it. Like, what? No dancers? Like, no lead role? Like, nothing? Like, nothing. all right. Now, I've been to Washington Heights, okay? <laughs> so, it's like, I don't have to see the movie to know where it's just like, all right, y'all. Like, uh-huh. it's New York. Yeah, it is. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, good times. Yeah. Good times. But Emma Stone. Emma Stone wrote mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. episode said am i a bad queer if i'm still trying to figure out a label i'm still trying to figure out if i'm genuinely bi or a lesbian with a desire for male validation that's an interesting take mm. just want to point that out mm. my parents and friends think i'm a lesbian and deep down i think i am too don't get me wrong i am attracted to men and think they look good but don't have much of a desire for sex with them i've hooked up with men before and was not a fan but those were not serious and just hookups but women Women are perfect. Yes, they are. Mm-hmm. I recently had a girlfriend and experienced the deepest connection with her that I don't think I could find with a man, but some t- something keeps holding me back. Mm-hmm. Any advice? Emma mm. Stone. Mm. Interesting. Emma, um, you are a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I heard. That's all I heard. No, I can't say that. But, I mean, actually, no, so, I right, can't. You know what? I can't. I can't. It just that I mean that's what it sounds like, but yeah. also there's a bunch of other like wonderful identities where you could just have it like on a spectrum. Mm-hmm. It's not just bisexual and lesbian and gay anymore. There's yeah big ebbs and flows of stuff mm-hmm. that you could go through. So there's lots of identity pieces, and maybe you just lean into the queer identity and just be like, I don't need a label. I just love who I love, and that's all that is. And if it just happens to all be women, like great, congratulations. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, this is like, uh, okay. Yeah, this is this is interesting because I was like, you don't have to have a label for anything, right? Like, but Emma, what if you're a lesbian with a deeper pre- male appreciation? I don't know. Like yeah. you said, there's not much of a desire for sex with men. You just might, yeah, be attracted to the male form or how 
some men look. And yeah. Like Chris and I can it. literally sit and look and see that men are attractive. Yeah. J- Jeremy Pope is a cutie pie. Do I want a Jeremy Pope to pipe me down? Absolutely not. Mm, but, I probably you know, would. I probably yeah. would. <laughs> you see, there you go. Honestly, so I'd it probably just, love him. Yeah. Like, I'd probably like, if he came I'd over and did sex his in a room thing, with him in it having sex. He, <laughs> but like, I probably, I don't want it. When he like, like my thing. his jaw out. That's the one thing. And then he looks all like I know. it's in the eyeballs. It's his eyeballs. And I'm just like, fuck, yeah. why would I God. let you do this to me? I but know. Go for it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's so funny. That's a funny tangent. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> now it's just like, mm. but, like, wow, didn't think yeah. we were going to go there. But yeah, here we are. Lots of things. Here we are. We no, just learned just a lot about each things. other. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'd have sex in a room with him, but not <laughs> with him. <laughs> you could go to a swingers party and he's there and it's like, cool, look at you. But anyways, Emma, um, yeah, I think that you seem to be a lesbian um, with a appreciate a male appreciation. Like you, it's okay to be attracted to men, and even think you know and think they're sexy and all this other stuff. And mm-hmm. you know, maybe every now and then you, yeah, you might, you might, you might kind of slide down the spectrum a little bit towards bi or pan. But um, I don't know. I don't know if that a label is incredibly important in this situation yeah not like really. i was like dude does you somebody just, need the label by a certain date or are you just like, are you trying to buy some swag to? that yeah, says lesbian like, or bisexual and you're like i don't a, know which one to pick yes yeah, i feel like that's the i don't know like where's the urgency with like trying to give define you a bracelet it? yeah have, like certain flag colors and you're like which one yeah 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 i mean there's some beautiful flags out there there's so. a lot and now we're beautiful finding flags. out even more yeah we're finding more and yeah it's gonna so, be never ending. I'm gonna have flags. I guess I'll just so many flags. So yeah, I'll just say Emma that you don't have to. If you don't have to place a label on yourself, please don't. Um, okay. There's no need to, and everything. Just keep rolling. So yeah, just just keep rolling. Um, but thank you. Yeah. Thank Thanks, you. Emma. Yeah. All right. This last one is from Madison. Uh, Madison asked, am I a bad queer? I recently made an account on her <laughs> and I'm matching with women, but I don't know why that was funny. <laughs> I love it because it's like I made, a ma- made an account. I'm matching with women. And I was like, like, it's working. Because I'm like, what is this going to Right. It's working. <laughs> it's working. I was like, what's it's about to be? Uh, but I've never been in a relationship before, so I am nervous to start the conversation and just get left and just get left with a sad inbox. I'm worried about messaging women all wrong. Any advice? I just want to know how to keep a conversation alive or started thanks madison Oof, well this feels like almost like a day for it's like i'm not in the i'm not on these dating uh apps so i know that yeah they can definitely like some people just like leave people on red like forever, forever. um and ghost people They'll because just, just and, because like, they stare at your profile yeah because that it. particular day they were feeling a little frisky and it was a moment and they might have you know liked or matched with you and then you know the next day comes and they are fine and on on to something else so i would keep that in mind with like things are highly transactional and not to take things personally um, but as far as starting the conversation within her, I would direct you to the community's side of things, the social part of things, because I feel like queer folks and particularly queer women, um, we love our words. We love a good chat. So you could find a, a good person within the communities to chat with and talk to, especially great if you don't have any hangups on long uh, distance relationships. Otherwise, um, we have expanded profile options and you know different things that you could look at to kind of get a vibe of the people in your area and you know start a conversation on something that you would be interested in carrying a conversation on with that person or at least getting deeper into knowing what they would be like um and yeah that's really all the all the advice i could give for that <laughs> yeah it's it is dicey out there i wouldn't take anything personally though yeah and like yeah like i i am of the belief that um yeah meet somebody online but also don't put so so much emphasis now that things are opening up on that like you might meet somebody out somewhere or you know you just keep your options open it's a numbers game to start off with and um if you are looking for a monogamous relationship then you yeah you only need one person so it doesn't matter how many how wrong 
like all the other things go. You just need one person. So, oh, that's inspirational. Yeah, I like that. That is, I mean, that's it. Where like you, you could go, be friend? one for <laughs> two thousand with it, but yeah, you found your one. So I found it. You yeah, found it. Okay. Tips and tricks. I used mm-hmm. to run community for her. Was mm-hmm. always in there. Here are the like, top this things. Your bag. Top things that you can do. Mm-hmm. Find something on the profile to ask a question about, whether it's in their photos or whether it's in the profile expansion that Chris explained where they mm. sit and list interests and things and fun facts and tidbits about themselves. I kind of hope you would like list these like number one. <laughs> go, but Excuse me, number that's one. just me. <laughs> Do what I just said. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> number two, a GIF is always a great start. Mm-hmm. You could always do like a waving hello gif and see what they do or like a funny one or like a hey there, whatever else. Gifts are always great mm-hmm. with starting in that area. So opening conversations. Um, are there still question prompts? Do they still have question prompts? Or do we take those away? Mm-hmm. We have question prompts. Okay. So if you have nothing I mean, to do after 24 things. hours, there's going to be a question prompt that goes in to start off the questions and stuff. And you just answer that first. And then hopefully the other person responds. Those are the top three things that you could always start with, with the conversation, as well as going into the community, finding somebody, joining on that thread. And then you can go to their profile, add them as a friend or swipe right on them. And then be like, oh, hey, I saw your post in the community about XYZ. Thought it was XYZ feelings. Mm-hmm. And then you go from there. Then you have a whole conversation. It's wonderful. And that's how you keep it going. And when you keep the conversation alive, you just keep running in on interest, learning about them, asking open-ended questions, not yes or no questions. Got to have the open-ended mm-hmm. ones because that keeps it going. Um, there are a lot of websites that have like icebreaker questions. Pick the one that sounds most like you and make it your own and drop it in there. They're wonderful things. But a lot of times also, queer women, it takes a long time for us to be able to like respond and start messages and do other things. So, hey, you're already winning if you decide to start the first messages, even if you just do a few quick emojis that are like smiley face waving. But try to stay away from that because that's boring. And then the other person's like, what the fuck? And then they really don't want to answer. So (laughs) just do more than that. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I feel like those are all good things. Just go forth and, you know, try it. Put yourself out there. The yeah. worst that can happen is that they don't answer. And that's okay. And that's really it. Because yeah. you didn't really even meet the person. So, yeah. there yeah. you go. And never respond to anybody who is asking for money or things. Just as a that just, <laughs> scare that, warning. Don't, don't just give anybody general. money. And that's really anybody across any internet thing. Money. If anyone gift asking cards, for money, gift cards. They're overseas, like, but they're stuck there. Don't do all of that stuff. Yeah. If they yeah. look they're like in the military, they, they look say, way like, too there's a hot, lot of things. Way they too say. hot, like magazine, like old school yeah. magazine hot, like get out. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you, I mean, they use these same, I feel like they use, the, <laughs> they go to the same places for photos. I don't know. I see. They do because the they do. Same they got their website places. started. Yeah. On their browser. <laughs> and <laughs> so, that's all it is. Yeah. Ask, ask some very, very pointed questions. But anyways, all right. That was very good advice, Shana. It's like a listicle of things there. Thank you for lining that up. For Madison, that concludes our advice segment, Am I a Bad Queer? Send your questions to badqueers at theherapp.com to be featured or DM us on IG. On the IG. Mm-hmm. All right. What type of backwards would we be if we didn't have unpopular queer opinions? Um, I'm going to go ahead and go first because it's just like quick and simple. If you see somebody using a brand that you don't like, leave them alone. Mm. Leave them alone. Mm-hmm. Recently, I've seen a lot of people, especially like anybody who's like queer, if they are holding up something from like a Walmart or Mm. from a Chick-fil-A, or, Mm. you know, any of these brands that we know are Mm -hmm. problematic, but capitalism. Mm -hmm. And people just come for them so hard on social media. And I just stop and I'm just like, "Mm, how many things in your place are (laughs) squeaky clean, are great for black queer Brown queer, different different abilities, type 
things? How many of them are like actually supporting our rights and doing all of these things? How many things? So I literally just saw this on um, Jasmine, uh, who we shouted her out. uh, Her Instagram is Big Chaos Mm -hmm. 2020. Mm-hmm. And recently saw her. She was doing one of her videos, and she, at the end, she sipped from a Chick Fil A cup. Of course, mm. me internally, I was just like jumping for joy. But there's mm-hmm. a bunch of people who just went on and were like, "Oh my god, I can't believe you with your Chick Fil A cup." Blah, blah blah blah. And she explained that she has issues with like her blood sugar, and if sometimes, if at that moment, if she doesn't go and get something in her body, like right at that moment, then she's going mm-hmm. to pass out. And so she was like, the nearest thing was Chick Fil A, but also. You're commenting about this direct quote from her. You're commenting about my Chick-fil-A cup from a phone made by kids in a sweatshop. Let's try I mean, again. Come on. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's literally like think of every piece of technology that you're using. Think of most of yeah. the places that you work for. If you order, I feel like most of those people in her comments um, and on other people's comments order from Amazon. Yep. Because convenience or order through delivery apps because convenience. Yeah. And we all know that like Uber is still problematic, but you're still calling them to go out now that it's hot queer summer. Yeah. So yeah. don't come for people unless they send for you is really all that is. It's just like a waste, not a waste of time. No, this is this in particular is a waste of time, like wearing brands, like calling out somebody for wearing a brand that doesn't uh, like, you know, something goes on, you know, they're either funding something or whatever. It's like it is m- my point about Chick-fil-A where it's mm-hmm. just like, OK, yeah, bad, <laughs> not going to promote them. However, like if we want to get down to it, like most of the things that we use or consume or whatever is made by some sort of like company that's shitty yeah. or doing something exploitive. The phones in particular come like that's the easy target. Like that's we like are all easiest. using phones that, that are the yeah. easiest that come from areas like, where conflict areas there's mm-hmm. like i think it's mostly i don't know if it's cobalt it's something in um that they mine in africa that's like i'm pretty sure a lot of it is cobalt but like it's it's all of the big brands like mm-hmm. even a walmart walmart is like the biggest retailer i think in in america for sure so yeah some of these things you cannot avoid all you can do and i would encourage people to do is to still buy with you know marginalized groups whether that is black people whether that's queer people and stuff like that but like calling out somebody's chick-fil-a cup is just like get a life like we don't have time we really don't all day you could just point out things like you know like you probably have like a water bottle in your home like jesus christ like, like where did that come from do you know like, come on do you know yeah, like literally if we turned away from every single thing that again like we and we've said this before and we're going to continue to repeat it if we stop purchasing or engaging with every single thing that attacked any part of our intersectional identities like would we even God. be able to eat no like literally no <laughs> So like, like a lot of the farmers could or like they might be racist, still got to take their produce. Yep. <laughs> like That is just what we have hey, to do. Yep. Like there, it is baked in. It is by design. Like these are the things we got to undo. But this is what we have for right now. So it's like a s- stupid point. But yeah, that was dumb. Um, mine is just a quick uh, giving, you know, flowers to um, I just want to thank Crocs. Wow. Um, We're back. For shining last year in this one, I am truly happy for Crocs. Um, they're truly helpful shoes. Um, I love that they're not only um, ascending in popularity no. um, and acceptance, no. uh, but I just love that a lot of people, me included, really hated them, like really hated them. No. And then now we understand because they're so helpful, they're reliable, they're comfortable. Um, they're just shining. And it's just great to see, you know. Um, they're doing a Balenciaga heel, which yeah, okay, is a smidge too far for me. Smidge too far. Smidge too far. Okay, glad that they're about um, But also not for me. It wouldn't be for me anyway. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, it's not for me. It's not, I would... It wouldn't be for me anyway. It is a smidge too far, but mm-hmm. also these, you know, those high, those high fashion brands always like come down and do something. Like I'm sure somebody's gonna do like a 
like a FUBU knockoff <laughs> that's like Dior coming soon <laughs> and all that. Like they just always do shit like that where it's just like nobody needs a Balenciaga heel, but someone's going to buy that heel and be like, look at my cracked Balenciaga heel, which is it's truly ugly shoe, yep. but that heel. But Crocs, back to you. No, I was uh, you I just want to give you truly an ugly shoe. your flowers. Truly an okay. Ugly shoe. Wow. <laughs> brought it back want to give you your flowers because you just back. you really like wow you know mm. what a trailblazer mm. no trailblazer so helpful trailblazer. touched millions and billions of people and get, gave billions? comfort to their feet billions? you know okay during hard times mm. you know so shout out to them mm-hmm. just glad for them mm-hmm. glad for Cox. okay happy for them really am okay well um did you get a pair yet i probably send you a pair just gonna go ahead and move to our shout outs i'm gonna tell you what your christmas gift is now um christmas in june but uh it's gonna be crocs it's it's gonna be crocs like save your money no it's okay because i you know i'm supporting a black business woman (laughs) so <laughs> you're saving for I'm something. supporting you with supportive like shoes you have something that you're saving for and you could put that amount i don't know you could donate if you have supportive the shoes. amount that you were going to spend to an lgbtq plus organization I don't know i, I am giving you crocs. it is literally you are like a two or three fur at this point like if i get you these crocs <laughs> i am no. hitting a lot of don't i am dare. supporting a lot of things don't so I got you. You're, you you're, I am a fellow two for three for don't or whatever, you. you know, depending on the situation, but usually three for. Don't you do um, it. Yeah. So no, I got you. I got you. I don't need you to have me. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't want it. it. No, I got you I for don't this. Want it. For I don't this. Want it. I got you. I no, I got it. you. I appreciate yeah, I don't, you. Don't worry about and it. Just let me know the color. <laughs> I appreciate you. And I don't want it. <laughs> Look, I'll ask, I'll ask the listeners what color they would want to see you in. Oh, you know? my God. If I be see great. that, I'll that'd be great. As a poll, they're going to put you in a tie dye. to fuck you up. <laughs> uh, it's going to be one day, like when I'm on my great. flight tomorrow. That's when you're going to, oh, my God, don't you dare. Yeah, if we could, yeah. Like, what color would Shayna like? Wow. So, yeah, that's good. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yep, I got okay. you. Mm-hmm. Have, you ever, have you ever put your foot in one, though? Yes. Have you ever slid your foot yes. in a croc and then like really walked around? Not yes. like you know you got maybe you got scared and like you put your foot in. It's like I ah, like put it in and, and like, like walk it out to the mail and back. Okay. Or That's was that it? like I took my friend's shoes for a backyard barbecue because she bet that I couldn't wear it for more than five minutes and I was like you bet. would that would that would be you <laughs> that would be you just putting it on for a bet just to try and prove somebody wrong. <laughs> no, I'll wear them. You know. Um, well, congratulations. You're going to get an actual pair. I don't. I feel like I have to be like, I bet you won't wear them. <laughs> so <I hope laughs> so that you wear them. So we'll see. I'll probably put that in the note. Donate. Bet you won't people. wear them. Merry Christmas. Donate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so upset. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, before this continues, I'm going to move on to giving shout outs to our faves, uh, which are not Crocs. Um, my mm-hmm. shout out this week goes to Filet. Spelled P H I L A Y E, who is the CEO of Filet Films, producer, actor, writer, director, but you've most likely seen this amazing human with their TikTok content, which is hilarious. They break down stereotypes of different signs, they talk about different dance moves, they have amazing, amazing uh, swag, which I which I really need because they have like a chick fillet but spelled with his name in there um mm. sure and i'm That's probably cool. gonna get it i'm probably gonna get it honestly yeah. with all this all this talk and stuff it's wonderful but his content is incredible so make sure you follow him at fillet on the gram i think that's his tiktok but if you find it on the gram you'll find it everything else but he is incredible and a cutie he's such a cutie i'm like go ahead you do it nice so get a follow. follow give that follow nice <clears throat> my shout out is to jazzy a musician artist writer producer um wanted to shout her out for june black history month music month yeah black black, yeah, music, black month. Yeah. music month not history month not i mean black. basically it I'm well like, it's kind of kind of all of them you might as well but anyways um jazzy is also one of the co-writers on old town road 
Um, oh, nice. Fun fact. Yeah. So um, check out her EP, Soul, Ther- Soul Therapy Apartment 215. It's from last year. It's a really good vibe, especially for like summer and everything. Just five songs. Great EP. But uh, yeah, check out Jazzy. Um, I believe her handle is Dope by Accident on IG. So <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, That's I know. Great name. name. <laughs> Great name. Dope by accident. Dope by accident. Oh, it, just like, well, <laughs> it just happened. It just happened. Just think you're walking around like telling people yeah. that they're like, "What's your handle?" Dope by accident. Dope by ah, accident. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great one. Great one. So clearly a great writer. So yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Check her out. Yep, everything checks out. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in with us, and we'll see you next week. Take care. This podcast was brought to you by the Her app, the largest LGBTQ plus dating and community app for women, trans and non-binary folks. Be sure to download the app in the Apple Store or Google Play Store. Shout out to Sienna Liggins for our amazing soundtrack and Cesar for making us sound like we know what we're doing. It's me again. Can we talk about things? I'm so sorry that I'm coming.